0: Big combating and coffee. Minus the coffee today because I don't have any. What's going on? Big fight weekend coming up. Big fight weekend's already started with Inouye beating Fulton. Now we got Spence and Crawford right around the corner. I'm excited for the weigh-in today, bro. I'm excited. You know, there's going to be some tension at that weigh-in. These guys are finally making weight. They looked a little bit drained, though. I'll tell you that. They looked a little bit... Uh, They looked very dried out for the uh, uh final press conference. But you know what? It's Paul for the course. Both guys on the verge of making weight. Then they can eat. And then we get the fight. Finally. Man. How long have you been waiting? I mean, bro, I waited so long for this fight that I stopped getting excited about it. But then when they signed it, I got excited about it again.
1: I don't know. That's so a, so, that's so you finally it believe it's me. happening?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, yo, listen, you don't make weight for no reason. That's for sure. You know? <laughs> they make they, they a they weight today, bro. And now, you know, they're they're committed to the money. They're committed to the deal. That's it. I heard it's actually a two-fight deal with the second one being at 154, which I think is absolutely, you know, ridiculous because the winner would have the undisputed Welterweight title. So they should kind of keep it at Welterweight if they're going to fight again, you know? First of all, and second of all, I don't know how you make two-fight deals when you don't know how the first one's going to be. What if nobody wants to watch the second one? You know what I mean? What if the first one's not a good fight? Obviously, that's not what I'm hoping for, but I don't understand how you can make two-fight deals before you get a first fight, you know?
1: Well, I was asking you: Is this the definition of a fifty-fifty fight?
0: Yeah, I think it is, man. I think it is. A lot of people are split. The odds, the, the Vegas odds are close. People are split up on who they think is going to win. Yeah, I think everybody, I think everybody, I think everybody agrees. Yeah, I don't have my coffee today. Everybody agrees that um that um both guys are excellent fighters. I don't I don't think that you know if he, if you're picking one guy or the other, I don't think you think the other guy's like. Not belonging in the ring with him, you know. I, I think the the excitement about this fight gets people's adrenaline going, you know. And uh, and I mean, regardless of winning and losing, I think mean, both guys are gonna go down as you know some of the better fighters of the generation, you know.
1: Um, I wanted to so the, op- the opening odds have Crawford at minus one fifty and Spence at plus one ten. Um, what are your thoughts on that? As Crawford is the opening favorite,
0: I think the out makers are wrong. That's what I think. I think Errol God, Spence right. wins the fight, but they're close, but they're close odds. They're, um, they're, um, you know, I think, you know, they're right to a degree. They're right. I mean, they're. I think they're wrong in, in terms of making this the favorite, but I think making them close is the right thing to do. I I really think that I don't think even, you know, the, the, the line changes according to the way people bet as well. And according to yeah. the, who they think is, yeah. is going to win the fight or, or in the case of a live bet, who, who they think is winning the fight. You can tell because all the money starts coming in, people want to make money. So if they think somebody's wing, um, you know, all the money will come in on, on that guy. But in this particular situation, the money is kind of staying split because the odds are staying very, very close to even. You know, like Crawford is a slight favorite. Spencer's is just a slight on the dough, but that means money's consistently been coming in on both guys and has been keeping the odds relatively split, you know? This is, uh, again, I, I, we explained this already. We explained this with Devin Haney and Lomachenko when, when the odds skyrocketed to when where Lomachenko was a monster favorite going into round twelve, the live bets that that com- that comes from an honest. That's not like a, people you can't rig that. That means everybody's watching the fight and want they want to they want to bet on the guy that they think is gonna win because they want to make money. You know nobody's betting to lose. So you know and and if all the bets going on one direction, then one guy becomes a very big favorite. In in uh, Spence and Crawford, you are not seeing that. You are seeing bets consistently coming in on both sides, and that's why the the odds haven't really changed. I mean, honestly, since they since the fight got signed, have they, have they really changed much since from this? I mean, I think this is pretty much what they were at the start, right? I mean, I, I think I think maybe Spence was a plus one hundred and fifty favorite at one time, right? But I don't know. I mean, I I mean felt plus one hundred and fifty on the dog.
1: Spence says he hasn't had sex in eight weeks. Uh, does that does that add anything? Does that change anything for you? I know that never really mattered uh, for you.
0: I mean, no, it mattered, you know. At a certain point, but then at a certain point, I was like, "All right, bro, I can't do this," <laughs> you know. I guess, and and, and you know, and then and then, it, and then it stopped mattering, you know. But 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 I mean, I wasn't like I wasn't. I so I was still giving it a good two three weeks, regardless, you know. Um, you know, in the beginning, you get all gung ho about it. I don't know. I mean, I, to be realistic, I, I I'm still wondering about that 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 myth or if it's real, if it's not. I tell you what, you're gonna be in a bad mood, and then spend, you know. Eat, you're holding everything <laughs> in. You're going to be in a bad mood. You're backed up, you know? So, <laughs> I'm sure, sure Spencer is going to be in a bad mood for, about that, you know? Uh, when was the last time you saw a fight like this? Uh, I don't I mean, I mean, listen, it's been good fights. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we listen, boxing has had a decent year, aside from the heavyweight division. We're making some pretty good fights, right? I mean, I don't know. A legitimate 50-50 fight, though? Ah i don't know i don't know i mean was haney
1: lomachenko 50 50 you always yeah, i mean i guess
0: haney lomachenko could have been like a 50 50 fight i mean I and mean, I, I i i assume haney lomachenko was probably could, could have probably been a 50 50 fight you know
1: but it didn't lomachenko have the build, and... it didn't have the build up and it wasn't as talked about i think like this has been talked nah. about for five years more than five yeah, years yeah. well,
0: these guys have beaten a lot of good fighters you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and these guys have have beat have cleared out their, their respective weight class. They've beaten a lot of good fighters, and so it's kind of left, you know, just them, you know. And in, in the case of Haney and Lomachenko, Lomachenko did all the clearing out, and then Haney just kind of came in, you know, so it wasn't really as built up. But <laughs> but, I, but I think uh, in this fight, you know, you... you <laughs> but, you know, I think in this fight, you know, you've had guys, these two guys have, I mean, in the case of Crawford, I mean, he's been cleaning out even though super lightweight division won a world title of lightweight, so, you know, they've both, they've both had success at welterweight. Uh, they both look good at welterweight having success. Neither guy has looked... Um, neither guy has even looked susceptible. I mean, maybe for a moment, you know, when Crawford possibly got dropped by Um, I don't know, man. Or, or when Spence spit out the mouthpiece against uh, uh Ugas when he lost the mouthpiece, but I don't know. I mean, you, I mean, you're talking about micro moments. Uh, if you you want to look at where these guys have looked susceptible, I mean, you gotta you gotta really look at micro moments because otherwise, you, 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 these two guys have both looked very dominant at welterweight, and this is why you want this fight to happen and people are finally excited for it to happen.
1: I have a micro moment for you or a micro um, result and something you could relate to it uh, with common oh. opponents. You fought Sean Porter, he stopped mm-hmm. you uh he spence went the distance with him correct mm-hmm, yeah but crawford was a was able to stop him um how's that playing what do you see from that
0: i, mean, I, don't, I don't really think it plays in but i think it's it's it gives the guy like porter the best, the best inside view of the fight you know i think i think a lot of people should probably be talking to sean about the fight because he's he's a guy who oh he posted him, already right? so yeah he posted yeah so I, I I I don't think it really does anything else aside from, you know, making uh Sean's perspective a a a very viable perspective to to talk about and and to speak about it and to listen to you know because he's he's got the very he's got the bird's eye view of both guys but I don't think as far as results are concerned you know because in boxing you know how that goes man A might beat B and the, but but now I don't even know how to go A might beat B but B might beat C. But A might not be able to beat C. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, yeah. it's like weird. You know, it's and, and that's sort of that's sort of that's sort of how boxing always is. So yeah, I, I don't think that that a result like that, just because uh, Sean was stopped by Crawford and, and and Spence was not, that it was uh that it's uh that's something you 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 hold on to and say oh that's a big difference. Also the for me the should the Porter stop, which is kind of early. I don't know. I, I I when Crawford stopped Porter, I mean I I didn't think it's should to stop that fight. I thought Sean was you know. So Sean was okay. Sean doesn't argue because Sean doesn't, you know, won't disrespect his father, but I didn't, I didn't think Sean needed to be stopped in that fight, you know? I don't know.
1: Uh, let's go quick. Five uh, five traits. I want you to choose who's better at one. Alright? Or just give give your opinion because I know this is... Everybody's flipped back and forth on this. Uh, and I just want to try to lay out who's better at what and maybe we can find something in that. First off, jab.
0: Jab, I'd say uh, Crawford's probably got a better jab. It's a more versatile jab. But but Spence as a southpaw, he doesn't have a bad use. That's the thing, man. Neither of these guys do anything bad. It's just one guy may have, may do something better than the other guy. But it's it's not one of those. Sometimes you compare fights and it's like, oh, well, this guy does this. And this guy is very bad at this. Uh, you know. But in this particular situation, You've got these guys. You've got one guy that might do things better, but both guys can do everything pretty much. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, Crawford's
0: jab is more versatile, so I'll say Crawford.
1: Crawford. Put um, work. Crawford. He's able to switch stances. And, yeah, um... switch
0: stances. He's a bit light. He's a bit um, more mobile. Um, so it gives him a ability to change the angle. Spence Spence has to cut off the ring, and Spence's footwork comes in a different play here. Because if Spence is able to cut off the ring, then he's gonna he's gonna make himself be the guy with the with the better footwork. Because ultimately, he's he's an aggressive fighter. so his footwork works differently than than Crawford, who's a a, a boxer who's a, you know sort of a boxer puncher. You know, um, I, I think Crawford has the more appealing to the eye footwork, but Spence's footwork, if he's able to start cutting you off and trapping you. You know, it's it, 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 it's a different kind of footwork, and it's very very effective, and it's going to win in the fight. You know, so so I'll say Crawford because it's more appealing to the eye, but their footwork works in different ways because they have two different kinds of footwork.
1: Um, power.
0: Uh, I think Errol Spence has the power advantage. Errol Spence is the power you know, advantage. Crawford has shown some good power at welterweight, especially as he's going into the weight class. But Errol Spence is very very damaging, man. You know, he's a he's a he's a rough he's a
1: rugged dude to deal with. Look at Jordana's Uggis's eye. That is,
0: um, yeah, yeah. and I'll call Brooks' eye as well. You know,
1: um, two more. Uh, mentality. Mentality, like that hungerness. See, that's menta- a hard one because you, you got to yeah.
0: yeah, That's a hard one because then you, you you're asking to read minds and like you know it's like that that's his up for that's that's that's. It's very subjective.
1: You're a mind yeah. reader. I feel like you've given your opinions. I'm on not a mind
0: reader. Mind. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think they're both great. They, they both got a great mindset. You know, I think they've both got very strong minds. I, I'm going to say even on that one, but I can't really, I can't, you know, I don't know who's coming into this particular fight with a better mindset, but they're both, they both always have very good mindsets. Uh,
1: I feel like uh Bud's a little bit, the more intense one, and, and Spence is like a little bit more relaxed. I don't know. I saw that face off where he was facing one way and yeah. Bud was facing the other way. I feel like yeah. oh no. They they both have dip, different approaches and the last one is defense. defense. Defense
0: um I think defensively Crawford is probably slicker. Um but Errol's defense is his offense a lot of ways. You know, he's he's got a good tight guard um and his defense is the the in terms of he beats the crap out of you so badly that, that you're not really, you, you know, you end up, be, you end up having to be on the defensive more than he does, you know? Um, so, I mean, if you're rating defense for just defense, I, I think Crawford is a slicker guy, but I mean, Errol, Errol's defense, a lot of times works in a different way as well. So it's, um, you know, yeah, I'll say Crawford, but if, if, if Errol needs to work on defense, then he's going to be the one in the problems. You know what I mean? If, If Errol keeps Crawford defensive, then, you know, Errol's probably eventually going to catch up to Crawford. Uh,
1: We're going to do a couple quotes from some people and we're going to do, and then we're going to get a couple hot takes from Twitter and Mm -hmm. um, then we'll wrap it up with predictions. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Teddy Atlas is saying, he praised Crawford's instinctive fighting style and ability to switch hit. How do you think switch hitting might affect Spence's approach to the fight?
0: I think it, it it can come into play here. I think Crawford's ability to switch hit is important. I think it can also be confusing. And I think he needs to use it in a use both stances in a very effective way in order to cause just enough confusion in Spence to maybe slow down Spence's pressure. Not because Spence would be tired, but because Spence might be a little bit confused if you do it right. And therefore you he slows down the intensity of his pressure. Just because he might be trying to figure something out, that would be the best case scenario for Crawford there, actually, because then it would, if it would slow down Spence's pressure. Um, you, you, you'd, you'd be able to better take control of the fight.
1: Um, we got Stephen Edwards mentioned that the fight is best suited for the 15 rounds era, given the fight, given the fighters' skill sets and mentalities. Do you think they have what it takes to put on a distance? Put out. Oh, go the distance in a 15 round fight. I know this. Yeah, I, I, think this be an
0: amazing, I think this would be amazing. I think this would be an amazing 15 round fight. You know, sometimes um, you really kind of miss the 15 round era when you, when you, when you start to see matchups like this, this would be a terrific, terrific 15 round fight.
1: Um, And last one, Carl Frock called it a 51
0: 49 percent fight. Ooh. Carl Frock. He called it a 51 49 fight. Okay. What does that mean? It means he's slightly favoring one guy over the other, I guess. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Carl's I always know got if there's
1: anything takes. deeper.
0: You know, Carl's always got some interesting takes. You know, you can't forget Carl fought in front of eighty thousand people at Wembley Stadium. You know, so he, so he's yeah.
1: I um I wanna ask you, have you heard what have you heard in the boxing community? I I know you have your own circle, but
0: I mean I, 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 think, I, I mean, I think people are split. I think I think people are split. I mean, I've talked to both I talked to people on both sides, you know, and that have, you know, some people pick one way, some people pick the other way. You know, my pick is Spence simply on the fact that he's naturally bigger, but also when you're older, and Crawford is 36 years old, having a pace put on you is more uncomfortable than it is when you're younger. Listen, having a pace put on you is always uncomfortable, but you're more desiring to fight it you have more you're more equipped to fight it off when you're younger even if you've got to increase your own pace to fight it off but when you're older you know you really hate to have a, to deal with a fast pace and that's also another reason why i i, I slightly edge spence here you know because crawford i think is a more versatile fighter but i think spence putting this pace on crawford can eventually make crawford uncomfortable enough and then in fight becomes physical because spence is the bigger guy that you know he eventually slows down crawford enough to get him out
1: Okay. Well, um, let's lead that into the hottest takes. Um i I posted on Twitter Twitter last night. Some of these are pretty stupid, but uh I think that's the point, right? Um yeah. I like this one. MF Tone calling him Fraud <laughs> Fraudford hasn't fought nobody. Spence by TKO.
0: I mean, I don't know if Crawford hasn't fought anybody. I mean, again, these are like the really, really opinionated hot takes. You know, And these are like, you know, <laughs> when you want when your favorite guy so badly that you want to just make your points and you start making up points instead. I favor Spence too, but Crawford certainly has fought some good fighters.
1: Uh, this is a consensus that Crawford needs a knockout to win. And they're going to favor. You
0: know, no, I, I, I've i thought about that and it's interesting because I've also heard Errol is uh, one of the guys that Heyman wants to give to Canelo in terms of allowing him to make a lot of money. Uh And so that would mean that he would need to win this fight in order to be in that Canelo sweepstakes, you know, and uh, also Spence at 33 years old is more valuable to you for the future than is Crawford at 36 years old. And lastly, Spence is with PBC Crawford is not. So, so yeah, I mean, all of those, all those factors put together do lead you to believe that, you know, decision situation could get tricky if it's a close fight or, as we've seen, doesn't even have to be close. They'll still just rob you if they want to. <laughs> uh,
1: I kind of like this one. Uh, pack attack. To the Novice fan, this fight will be boring. To real boxing fans, this is going to be the most beautiful technical fight that goes all
0: 12. No, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a technical fight, but I think it's going to be a fast paced fight because Arrow makes it a fast paced fight. So therefore, even a casual fan wouldn't be bored by this. Uh, because, uh, a casual fan doesn't understand slowing down of the pace and whatnot. And I really do think that the pace will have, will become fast because Errol will force a fast pace. So, so I think anybody, uh, will enjoy this fight, even a casual fan.
1: And then the last one, JV says, honestly, I think bud gonna make it look easy.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've actually heard some of those takes. I heard that, you know, uh, they think that, you know, they'll, he'll just box circles around Errol and Errol would just be confused. And they'll make it look easy. Listen, that would be an amazing performance because I think both of these guys, all they've done is, you know, be win pretty dominantly or, or, or at least to a degree, pretty decisively every single time, you know? So if one is able to dominate the other, um, it, it would be very, very impressive. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think any take is out of the question, but but I, I expect a very competitive fight.
1: All right. Well, uh, in that, let's... Going to predictions, before we get into it, I asked AI to predict this fight. It wouldn't do it. So I asked it to make up a scenario of the fight, and this is what it gave Mm -hmm. me. The judge's scorecards are collected. The atmosphere is charged with anticipation. As the ring announcer steps forward, he declares the fight a split decision. One judge scores it in favor of Spence, another for Crawford, and the third car calls it a draw.
0: So, split draw. Split draw. Very so, so AI sitting AI sitting on the fence.
1: We got AI it. sitting All right. on the
0: fence. <laughs> AI sitting on the fence. Not is not going to make a prediction. All right. We got it. All right. Good. Yeah, I mean, that's still a prediction. prediction. Yeah. Yeah. It's a prediction by not making a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say uh uh K, uh TKO for uh, Errol Spence late in the fight.
1: I'm doing Bud going the distance. I think he's gonna outbox me. That's fine. All right. You're saying we're all and that's we're not just here.
0: At Poly TV, here at Poly TV, we're also split.
1: I mean, I was dead wrong with the Anui thing. I did that. I honestly just did that to to be different. You and I was, was going to
0: win.
1: I, I yeah. I, but I, in the back of my head, I knew it was Anui. I just kind of I was on a hot streak since the since the Haney stuff. And so you
0: just decided to. All right. All right. It's all right. You know, we all have a, a back. And I think you had Ryan, Ryan Garcia. You,
1: you had Ryan Garcia. The Yeah. Yeah.
0: But but a week before I did pick Javonte, I just changed my pick the week of the fight. <laughs> yeah, but still. And Man,
1: we'll see watch. how and we'll see how we feel tomorrow too, because it could all change. Because that's how I felt. This Sounds week. good. I've right. been changing
0: my picks since the beginning. But you know what? Check me out tonight, CBS Sports Network. We got a live, we got live boxing. Get your boxing weekend tuned in with a a warm up. Also, Cesar Estrada fighting tonight. She's defending her title on ESPN as well. So, you know, you got me on CBS Sports Network commentating. You got Sinisa Estrada on uh, Friday night uh, fights, uh, well, not Friday night fights, but ESPN Championship boxing tonight. I understand no, no. Sinisa is better looking than me, but you know what? You can check me out too on CBS Sports <laughs> Network. We're gonna fights too. All right. Thanks, Polly. All right. I'll see you later. Over Ciao. and out. This is Paulie Malanaji for Paulie TV.